What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. How are we this morning? Fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic myself. Now, it's nice that we have you back on location. You're in a different spot today, aren't you? I am not. Well, didn't win. I've done two shows. Well, I've, I'm have i in a different spot. Yes. Yes. Because another show yeah, okay. was done here in this area. So that's why I just did it again. I, I came see. in here. Uh, Bruce, how are you doing this morning? Healthy alive. Yeah. Doing well. Mm, great. Great. Glad to hear it. Are you ready to go to Mars? Uh, I mean... As great as that would be, I kind of feel like uh, we have pressing matters here in the the United States. Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you would have asked me that like six months ago, I'd been like, yeah, I'm all for it. But now I'm Mm kind of like, we got stuff we need to work on here. We do. We do. Okay, so Musk is planning to send humans to Mars, right? We knew that uh, in 2024. Uh, Now they've revealed the timeline for the colony. That's to be a self-sustaining city by 2050. And let me see. Plans for Okay, so I'm seeing headlines that he wants to move it up 48 months. What? Why? Why are they pushing it up? Or is it not him that's doing it? I don't know. I, I don't think it's they're wanting to. It, he's wanting to send them up, send astronauts up within 48 months. Like I see. this is okay. this is the time frame that he was talking about. It's just they're saying this seems a bit um, quick. Compared to because they're they're testing the 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 engine right now for Starship, mm-hmm. like they're they're still doing tests with it. So they're saying within forty eight months they're they're hoping to have the tests done and ready to go for launch by twenty twenty four. Right? That's what they're saying. That that's what they're saying. They want to do it by twenty twenty four. He wants to send like the very first people to Mars by twenty twenty four, and then of course uh, the timeline for. I okay. I, I'm assuming he wants the colony established before that, but he wants the entire city up there to be self-sustaining by 2050. I think that's the end end goal. And I'm pretty sure you told us last week that the first thing for them to do would be to set up some way for them to generate energy, right? Like that's going to be their first goal. The first goal, yeah. Well, I mean, the first goal, they they said by 2022, they're wanting to have cargo ships going up, cargo missions. So they'll have 100 rockets per year going up for a 10-year period. Um, The first two years will be just cargo, which will have everything established for energy generation, uh, growing of food, you know, everything they need for the the basic starting of a a colony. And then, um, well, pretty much everything they'll need to build the city and then start building the city. So the first colonists are really going to be your construction workers and engineers, essentially. And he's already said that the first humans that go up there, they're not going to they're they're not going to be able to come back. Right. It's a one way trip. So you won't have the op- the option to come home. Uh, they'll have the option to come home eventually. The, the thing is, is uh, what he said was it's likely those people could die out there. Um, so it, it's not, uh, it's not a, as in like, 
they won't be able to come home. It, it's a they may their life may be shortened because of an accident or because of, you know, something like that mm-hmm. or dying of disease. Even, you know, we don't know. Uh, we don't know the repercussions of that. But honestly, the the other thing that we, we don't even know that the, the colonists on Mars will be able to come back to Earth anyway, because we don't know what kind of evolutionary things are going to happen if you live there for a longer period. Uh, lower gravity. Um, you're going to be in a self-contained environment. So diseases, your immune system is going to be weakened. Coming back to Earth, they're saying that if you were to live there, if you were if you were born on Mars and to come back to Earth, it would take seven to ten years for you to be able to intermingle in our. Uh, so in other words, you can't have kids for like ten years coming back to Earth because there's some kind of gen- they're they're concerned with the genetic. Um, changes that you'll see in mars they'll be optimized for mars but coming back to earth you won't really function i or, see you know it'll it'll be weird i don't know i see hmm. okay well that's um that that's interesting but have you have you watched the uh the youtube feeds yet I, I, they have like the mars countdown like the mars rover countdown have you have you seen the the countdown clock they have on there i haven't i haven't uh been on youtube at all lately so <laughs> Yes, I, I know you're, you're boycotting. Yes, I know. I know. Bless you. You're boycotting. All right. Um, oh, I'm not boycotting. It just, no? you know. Okay. No, right. no, I just. You're not giving them the satisfaction yeah. of the ad revenue. I get it. All right. I understand. Let's talk about this because this is interesting. I'm seeing ads about this and this is something that they're going to try and experiment with. Now, I know people that do this already. I know some people that have these things in their houses and I'm I'm wondering, GP, you might have one of these in your house yourself. And that is because you're all about all this stuff. That is this at home uh, Internet streaming based uh, fitness stuff. This particular uh, outfit that makes these things. Right. This is becoming a booming business. So workout brands like Equinox, SoulCycle, Planet Fitness, uh, they're forced to shut down because of all this COVID-19 garbage. And physical gyms are kind of I mean, that's part of their future, but they want to be able to keep and maintain their membership. But they also want a, um, a system where they can follow the guidelines that are put in place rather than push back on it. God forbid someone does that. This is kind of what my gym did when we had the initial set of lockdowns, like the first uh, two to three, well, it was only like really two to three weeks that it shut down. But the um, the gym itself, they were able to continue everybody's memberships and everything went virtual almost overnight because the gym has always had those systems in place and they still do now. You can go in and you can take virtual classes. Anybody can join. Anybody can join in on those things. And with the advancements we've had in the internet infrastructure and all that stuff and all this internet of things, then every day, as long as you had your your membership up to date, I mean, I I, I did this. Uh, every day you could log in, you could get personal training sessions, you could get, uh, you know, if your trainer was available, you could uh, take part in the whatever classes they had, the yoga classes, the Zumba classes, whatever, and you could do it right from your, either your smartphone, you could cast it to your TV with things like Chromecast, those types of things. Or if you had the, um, the ability to have it on your smart TV just by itself, that was a thing. Of course, exercise bikes, Right. These exercise bikes are coming with these virtual trainers now where they live stream. Same thing with, uh, I believe, ellipticals have them. Treadmills have them. So this is becoming a thing. This is becoming a thing. And I saw an advertisement today while I was in the gym, oddly enough. And, you know, because they have like all the big flat screens up there hanging from the ceiling. And while I was on the treadmill, they were advertising these things where it's the screen itself and you move the screen onto each 
thing and onto like a stand where you do, you know, you take part in the workouts with the trainer as a group and things like that. And it's, it's really becoming a bigger business. What, what are your thoughts on this? What, what do you think about this stuff? Cause you're, you're big into like the walking and stuff at home and, and home gym and all that stuff. What, what do you think about all this? I think you see it's another step in the right direction on getting people healthy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. It, some people like it and some people hate it. I know somebody that the wife loves it and the husband hates it. So, um, so a lot of people like the the human interaction of going in the gym, the smelling, the sweat, the you know the feeling of that whole ambiance that goes along with the gym. But outside the gym, you know, some people prefer the privacy, so they're not they're not feeling like they're ashamed or anything of that nature. But the end result is what I like is it's giving more more people opportunity to get healthy. I think it's the atmosphere itself. I mean, that, that honestly, that's what keeps me going back there, not only for my own personal stuff. I mean, I can work out here at home to an extent, which we're working on a project down the road with that. That's going to be interesting uh, because I'm going to need to consult with you uh, going okay. forward on that. Uh, and that's going to be interesting. Uh, what we're going to do, we're going to build a um, we're going to build a home gym on this end where uh -huh. I'm at. And okay. we're not going to just make it. I'll, I'll talk about this on the podcast because this is going to be something going forward. We're not just going to make it a gym. We're also going to make it a studio where. Oh, OK. Where Excellent. all of this is. Yeah. Where we can do uh, we can do fitness stuff. Right. We can we can do all this stuff and then we can uh, we can create our own content based on that. That's going to be interesting. So as that's being built, you and I are going to be collaborating, uh, having that built uh, and, and oh, as to what excellent. we can do placements and whatnot. But anyway, I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing. But again, it's, I agree with you there on the um, the aspect of people wanting to, um, you know, stay private and stuff like that. OK, fine. You know, I, I get it. But at the same time, it's an atmosphere. You know, it's the atmosphere. It's being there. There's just something about it that when you're there, it's motivating. It, it's more motivating. I mean, you can be motivated. You got to be motivated to go there in the first place. But when you get there, it's about being around all the, that other stuff. It's about being around the equipment. You've seen all the other people. And and for me, just I mean, just for me. Right. It pushes me. It, it pushes me. It, it, it allows me to, I guess, I, I feel like I get more out of the workout by going to the physical place as opposed to doing it at home. You know, I mean, I, I can work right. out at home easy enough. But when I go to the facility, when I go to the actual facility, it's I just feel like I get more out of it. And I push myself harder. That's you. But other people can get the same thing at home. True. And when you're connected with these things, you're you're in a group. You're in a visual group, five, ten other people that are doing the same cycling or walking or whatever routine it is together. So it's got kind of got it kind of has that atmosphere. It's just virtual. So I'm I'm uh, I'm for doing this kind of stuff just to mm -hmm. just as an option. I don't want to completely get rid of gems and, you know, I still want those to exist, but opening up other avenues for, as GP was saying, this opens the door for other people uh, to that, that may be concerned with going to the gym because of, uh, you know, they're self-conscious or because they just don't want to deal with other people. Um, you know, I open it up. Let's do it. Uh, encourage, we should be encouraging this, this healthy lifestyle because, you know, America, as as um, is made fun of in, in other countries because of obesity and whatnot, um, it's quite a quite a problem here. That should be pushed and addressed, right? We should encourage people to be healthier. Honestly, healthcare and whatnot can be alleviated or or helped by having a, a healthy lifestyle. That would that would help cut our reliance on drugs and stuff, right? That could potentially help that if people would start eating right and and exercising right. So having that atmosphere connection is uh to encourage one another i think i think it's a great thing not something i would personally partake in but yeah, yeah. i like my home gym by myself not interacting with anybody it's a it's a great time like that you can 
disconnect. Yeah, I like my home planet where I can walk around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like your home planet. Yeah, okay. All right. Yes, I like my um, home planet now, that I can walk around. Here's something that came up the other day. Now I, I know that you're you're California native. You're you're out there in and amongst yes. the uh the I don't want to say the Hollywood crowd. Should I say the former Hollywood crowd now? Because the uh you know, the pandemic's kind of shut everything down. Is that is that more accurate to say, or do you do you still have people that are trying to uh, to get the industry back to work, or is it legit? There all is gone work. now. There is work going on. No, the work's going. There's it's it's just not as public as it should be. But they're they're doing you know they're doing a Pelosi, a lot of Pelosi situations. <laughs> so so it's so we owe them an apology. Is that is that it? Yes, we owe them an apology for not letting them for for finding out that they're actually still shooting movies in uh, California. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, the point I was trying to make here was, um, and I, I didn't know how well you were taking the news, or, or if you've even heard it at all. Um, and I know it's it's very it's very depressing. It's very um, it's very heartbreaking. And I can understand if if you're uh, you're really upset and you don't want to talk about it. But um, I, I just I kind of wanted to get your take from because you weren't here the other day when we discussed it. Your take on the uh, the cancellation of Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Oh, it's still fresh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 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 I'm, uh, uh, <laughs> don't joke too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I'm I know. I, I I can't even comment on that, Johnny. You would probably know more about this than I would. You you were if the, if the listener could see this, you were over there on the edge of your seat, staring into the camera like I was about to give you the most serious headline. Yes. <laughs> And then when you heard that, which we we saw the uh, the woman walking past you, was that the uh, was that the employee there that was asking you to leave? Yes, yes, yes. yes. No, 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 no. She, I was going to actually see if uh, airtime. Someone told me something else. Yeah. Okay. Just a little airtime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, no, it's uh, it, that that's a complete joke. I'm actually I'm glad that they uh, glad they canceled it. But uh, uh, but anyway, okay. Uh, Bruce, you got anything else this morning? You, you got something else this morning? If not, I got one last thing here. What do we got? Um, yeah, why don't you do your thing? Mine, mine was pretty nerdy on statistics and all that, and I don't think people want that in the mornings. Okay. Oh my gosh, that sounds great! I love statistics right. in the morning. So Nothing to be ashamed saying, of. They're saying. Yeah, so, I know it's yeah. it's it's very it's very disappointing. I, I, to be honest with you, I've lost so much sleep over it already, and I, I just don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> So uh, represent GOP representative uh, Roger says that uh, Pelosi and Steny Hoyer will likely retire if the Dems lose the House. Ooh. Could you see Nancy Pelosi retiring or or Steny Hoyer retiring? I can't. I, I can't. I think I think that they would be like, uh, say, like an Arlen Specter or a, a Robert C. Byrd or a Ted Kennedy. I think they're going to stay in that office until that office outlives them. I don't know, actually. Uh, the the reason I say that is if they get pushed out and a lot of their Marxist friends don't make it into, uh, uh, you know, any political position, um, what are they going to be able to do? Like their, their their objective is ruined, you know? So yeah. I can see maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they would drop out. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. OK, yeah. All right. From that from that aspect, I could see it. But also you've got the up and comings, right? The AOCs, the Talibs, the Omars, right? They want those old women out of the way, old men out of the way. They're, True. They're, they're holding them up. 
That's true. The, the you do need the up and comings to take power. So that's that's another aspect. Maybe maybe they just need to get out of the way for the up and comings. Right. Um, and you've you see, already seen kind of um, power plays between the two, right? The kind of yes. uh, butting heads. Mm-hmm. And you've seen the passing of the torch, right? Like, you, I mean, mm-hmm. you can tell what it is mm-hmm. the passing of the torch. When I say the passing of the torch, you've seen the passing of the torch from Bernie Sanders and AOC. You can see it. She's now going to pick up the movement. She's going to take the uh, the radical side of the uh, the the uh, shall we say the democratic socialists of America. Right. There is no such thing, by the way. But uh, she's going to take up that uh, that part of the movement. Uh, you know, Bernie's going to step aside. Bernie's made enough money. It's time for him to go. Uh, it, he'll probably continue to uh, to stay in the Senate as long as he can continue to get elected. But I don't think that I, I don't think that he's going to. You're right, GP. Pollen. Oh, pollen. Yeah, I got you. Thought it was man-made climate change. <laughs> well, it might be. <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah, I, I've seen the. I, I, you can see the passing of the torch. You saw it at the DNC, right? AOC endorsed Bernie Sanders for president. And so his issues now have to be on the ticket. The squad, if you will, right? Sounds like something out of a junior high uh, saga, right? They want the old guard out of the way, right? Just like just just like you've got uh, people like, um, you know, the up and comings in the GOP. They want the old guard out of the way, right? People like us, we want the old guard out of the way. So, yeah, I, I mean, I could see it. In the, in the case of with AOC endorsing Bernie, that could also just be... Now, I don't believe this, but that it could also be just the requirements. Okay, so the Democrats do require because Bernie Sanders was he did win delegates. Um, There are requirements for the endorsement. Basically, they needed someone to endorse Bernie Sanders and AOC fits the bill. So based on how their party's structured and everything, you, you have to have someone endorse if they've won delegates. And, uh, you know, so it could be just political posturing to, to keep with their, you know, whatever the classic rules or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's nonsense. It's crazy. The, the dude lost. So why are you having someone endorse? I mean, it's a yeah, it show it, it's for saving face. Right? It's, it's face saving purpose. Anyway. All right. Uh, we are out of time this morning, so we are going to have to jump. So GP, Bruce, thank you guys for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon and I hope everyone has a great morning.